Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and today I am joined with Kai and Ben, as always. Guys, how are you doing? We are here. The finale of Hi-Fi Rush. We did it. Mm. I'm sure uh, Kai is very happy to be at the tail end of this game. Yeah. I will say this last section, this last section as difficult and for me personally, I mean, I'm mm. sure it's not actually like difficult, but for my fucking boomer ass, this game <laughs> broke You're like my spirit. Bro. What the fuck uh, you spiritually, right, okay. spiritually boomer. Yeah, I was like, he's, he's spiritually 75 years old. Uh, that tracks. Yeah. So. Uh, but this this last section, if the entire game was more like this full last section of the game, mm. it would have been a better game from the mm. beginning. But instead, they like decided at the end to like try things and to do different things, and we'll get into it. But if it makes you feel better, uh, these last two boss fights, actually, that's a lie. I didn't struggle with the rogue fort one, but Mimosa and Kale fucking handed my really? ass to me. Really, I got fucking taken to church by Wolf Boy. Damn. I struggled with all of them. So, uh-huh. You didn't struggle alone. <laughs> so I struggled all the way through. Okay, well let's let's just get right into it. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way and let's just dive into this episode. If you don't know, or if this is your first episode, first go back and listen to the rest of Hi-Fi Rush, and then you can come back here. But play a long podcast. Get out of here. Get get out of here. You don't belong here. Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and then come together each week to talk about those sections specifically. We talk about everything revolved around the game, but more importantly, we dive into the story and the narrative. So if you are trying to avoid spoilers for whatever games we are playing, either play the game first or you can play along right with us. And if that sounds interesting to you, you can head over to playalongpod.com to find all of our content. Follow us on socials, playalongpod, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want a little extra bonus content, we have some paid tiers on our website where you can get some content where we do uh, drafts, we do roundtable discussions, and then we have another tier in which we have a video game-themed D&D campaign that was handcrafted by Ben himself. It's been a ton of fun. And we're pretty well into it now. We're like eight or so episodes into that. So there's a lot of D&D content if you're just driving and jumping into it. No? We're yeah. eight? Like, yeah, we last one we recorded was seven. Today's eight. Wow. Look at us fucking churning out content. It's like it just goes by in a flash. But yeah, it's you can get like all that. <laughs> you can find all of that over on playalongpod.com. Playalongpod.com. Is that Jeff Dunham reference for all you people out there? I don't know. Is he canceled? Is that bad to say? Playalongpod.com. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Jeff Dunham's canceled. I think he's okay. just kind of an asshole, probably. Okay, well that's fair. I'm fine with you being just. Don't an at me, Jeff Dunham, because you know we're, if if Jeff Dunham you know I exist. us, that would be great. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a little break and listen to some Hi-Fi Rush songs because there is some bangers in this last half of the game. When we come back, we're gonna dive into the finale of Hi-Fi Rush.
Last episode, we had wrapped up our time with kind of the Corsica arc of this game, kind of tackling the boss fight, bringing her onto the squad, and learning a little bit more about Peppermint and her history. We found out that she is not only related to Kale, but also to, in connecting that, the, what's her name? The, the, the mom, Vandalay, mommy. Roxanne. 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 Vandalay. Vandamummy. Vandamummy. So she's related to both of us. She's a personal vendetta against her brother, Kale. And we are heading to take down the rest of the bosses here. And our next step is mm. to take down Mimosa. And she, Mimosa is the head of marketing. And she's kind of having this big concert that's... Um, do, we just, do we find out what the concert was for? It's the Project Armstrong Festival. So it's to um, celebrate the launch of Project Armstrong, yep. which is what Cal accidentally ended up in. And it's the whole, uh, we're going to revamp the population while secretly giving you robotics so that we can control you. Right. Um, the, it is pretty much just the plot of Robots the movie. Mm -hmm. It is just the plot of Robots the movie. It's yep. just, you know, like, instead of big, we've got, well, I mean, I guess you could say Macron's big. But yeah, it's similar vibes. Yeah. Uh, and this... Track nine is pretty straightforward. Like we, the whole idea and their whole plan is to sneak up to Mimosa in her dressing room and attack her before she gets onto stage. Clearly from how this game has worked out before, their plans never work out exactly how things go, especially when Chai is involved. Uh, but you essentially go through the, the back door of the stage and it just consists of a side-scrolling section, which wasn't anything crazy. It was a lot of the stuff that we had seen already. No. Uh, and when we get to the dressing room, she had already left and she was out. And it's funny because they, she has a bunch of like costume characters that are part of her act. And so they were looking for shark number two and then Chai puts on a shark costume and they toss him off onto stage, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, it's like chilling on the fucking costume yeah. rack in Mimosa's dressing room. Yeah. yeah. So like, don't read into it too much because logistically it doesn't make sense. What a, but what these, a dated like, reference too of having the yeah, shark. The shark, yeah. Things. From the Super Bowl, I assume, is what this is referencing. Wasn't it uh, Miley Cyrus, oh. her performance? No, it was Fireworks Katie Girl. Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm. She had the dancing sharks so, on her performance. Yeah. I, I don't watch the Super Bowl. So neither do we. I don't blame you. Yeah, neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these, like, four robots kick the dressing room door down, and they see Chai, who's just managed to zip up the shark costume as they kick the door down. And they essentially pick him up and they're like, you're supposed to be on the fucking stage and put him in this, like, like one of those lifts that goes onto the stage. Yeah. And then he ends up, like, shooting out of the stage really fucking high in the air, completely drawing attention away from Mimosa, which sounds strange but is important because 
even though she's head of marketing, this is about Mimosa. Yeah. This is Mimosa's festival. She is the singer. She is the star attraction. Big um, narcissist for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and we essentially start to like try and take the limelight from her, mm. and she's like, "Hmm, I can twist this in my favor." And then boss fight. Yeah. Boss. And so we are fighting my fighting Mimosa on the stage of the uh, festival. Yeah. And and I fucking hated this boss fight. <laughs> her and I don't remember if some of the last bosses had them. I mean, maybe, but between her and the next three, there is like they have multiple phases of their um, fight. Mm-hmm. And Kai and I were talking about this off mic, but Why? after Why every fight, they like get their health bar back. Like you go go. Through Why the would you bar put a health times. bar? It's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You put a health bar along the bottom with their name, and I'm like, okay, my job is to get the health bar to the bottom. And you could segment it. You could segment it into, like, thirds, and then, like, the phases change as you make your way through. But then you can track progress, and you're like, mm. okay, I'm almost done. No, mm. this fucking game is like, here's a health bar. It's completely erroneous and means nothing because you get it all the way down, and then it's like, oh, I'm super powered now, and then the health bar comes back. And there's no telling how many times that fucking health bar is going to come back. It's just like, here's 16 phases of Mimosa. Yeah, it's like the health bar of that phase. And so you get it down, and you're like, oh, sweet. And then it comes back. And she also has the fucking dress that just, like, blocks everything, Mm -hmm. which was the bane of my fucking existence. What's interesting is that the very first boss fight that we fight in this game, which is that big robot, you know, we're on the circle stage and it's the big robot with the fists and you hit mm-hmm. his fists as they come as they come down. That boss fight and its uh subsequent phases, its health bar is segmented into sections. It has a full health bar and there's like nicks in each side and as you go down it hits the nick, it changes into the next phase. So I don't know. And yeah, I don't know why they just did I mean Brecker did it as well. Yeah. Rekka had like two or three sections and yeah. then she like changed into the pipes and everything. Yeah. But yeah, so you you think you've beat her and then you haven't. Um and so the first phase is in theory fairly straightforward. Yeah. She is just flying about. She the has stage. these huge like butterfly wings that come out of like her her dress like unfolds into her wings and then it kind of folds back. And that's kind of her defensive or where Ben was saying yeah. we can't hit her during those movements. But she'll have these wings and she'll be flying around the the map. And there's there's some variety in how you go about that in each one of the phases. Mm. So the phase one, I just fucking wailed on her to yeah. break down her stun meter. Mm-hmm. Um, just kept bringing in peppermint cat like fucking whoever that's i was mashing that like swap character bring character in like i just had everyone yeah. in and that's my mentality just like dump on everything to it, get that down set it to auto you didn't even have to do it which is what i had mm. they all just that's come fair. in to each their own right no do they come do you feel I'm like right. they come in often <laughs> enough <Yeah. laughs> they uh, they come in a, as long as you're hitting x or y they come in immediately as okay. soon as they're okay. recharged and they swap automatically, so you don't have to. And it's, swap it's just like the normal attack. Like, you can't do the, the hold attacks, don't work automatically, right? You still have to actively do those. You know, when you hold in, like, Macron does this, like, big barrier, and Peppermint pulls out her big gun, like that. No, those happen automatically. Okay. I just, they happen. Oh my God. I just didn't know, yeah. like, how it differentiates, like, when to use one and when to use the other. Uh, I think if you just, if you're like, I don't know, it just does it. Like, Hmm. You'll just be randomly, mm. and then all of a sudden, it's she'll just pull sequence. out her giant fucking yeah. gun, and then you're like, oh, okay. That's cool. Mm. 
Yeah, I guess the only thing it would really affect is those moves where on the beat hit, you press RT to do the extra powerful move. Or the parry. Like, when you when you do a parry, because you can swap people in on a parry. Uh, yes, Mimosa is a pain in the dick. Her fucking... Mm -hmm. I used to like things that flew in this game that were above, uh, and I do not like her and when Mimosa she jumps was that exception. the air. Yeah, that really ruined that for me uh, in every conceivable... Mm -hmm. I, the thing I do like about Mimosa, and the thing that, for some reason, they decided to do at the end of this game, is the stages were very large. There's a lot yeah. of space, and mm -hmm. I appreciated that, because there's some times in this game where you're slammed into, like, a fucking yeah. sardine can of, like, 800 enemies. Um, but with Mimosa, it was massive. Like, the yeah. entire stage was the... And I think that's because of some of her phases. Like they'll, a lot of enemies will come up, and they'll do like. There's one section where the eventually, I think it's the second phase or so, where the stage goes completely dark, and then spotlights will show up in random areas, and Mimosa yeah. will be in one of those spotlights, so you can kind of grapple dash to at an enemy and hit them, and it'll either be Mimosa or it'll be one of just the normal enemies, and you kind of have to differentiate which one she is at. Uh, and then there'll be another one where there's kind of like these rolling flames that you have to jump over or these like things you have to jump over as well too. So that's, I think that's mm -hmm. why the, the map is so big or the stage is so big too. It does not change the fact I fucking hated this boss fight. This was I, the I, most fraud. I like this boss fight. I'll, I'll be the, the exception here. I really enjoyed the most like, boss fight. I like the premise of it. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that we showed up to her show yeah. and she tried to capitalize on it and make it this big extravaganza yeah. for the people watching premise behind it great fits the character awesome the actual boss fight itself i fucking hated that like row of like four or five fire dudes who slowly come closer mm -hmm. together and you have to get out of the way and the whole dress situation was it that it just fucked me off so was it that like those it just it was it made it too difficult or like the the i know with any of the bosses where you can't hit them with a shield like that's annoying too but mm -hmm. i know the fire the fire dudes are hard to like jump over i ended up just like being on the outside of them the entire time and just hitting them on the outside yeah. and using them for health like so i can get health back yeah so i ended up uh i did eventually end up doing that yeah and just like you said i sort of jumped over the side of them mm -hmm. because it was just easier to avoid them um because she sort of stands in the middle and then like moves away to try and get you to come in. I just, I don't know what it is. The whole boss fight was just a pain in the ass, mm. and I just felt like I wasn't really ever making much progress in the boss fight. Um, mainly I think my main issue is that is that dress that sort of like her shield have yeah, to break the stun meter mm -hmm. first. Yeah, yeah. And like, like you said, and unfortunately, that's something carrying on. Yeah, well, like you said, for my mentality for those is just like all out assault like full frontal assault yeah. just like every character out at once yeah so i mean the 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 boss fight itself has these three individual phases like we talked about one where it's just you're fighting her one where the stage goes dark and then one where um she has the fire dudes come in and do that is mm -hmm. is this the one where we get trapped in a box and we have to jump over like the music like the waves of music okay okay i couldn't remember if that was this one or not no, that's um, that's just before the cow boss fight. Mm, I think. Yeah. So it just yeah. had no association with the boss. Um, Chai goes full anime protagonist. He does go full anime protagonist. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm just gonna jump into it. I did. I did fucking shit. 
I'm just going to say, like, I, I didn't enjoy the boss fight. Um, I did, I, like I said, premise was great. Did not enjoy the boss fight itself. I got a D overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a B for the boss fight, but I died four times. It took me 25 minutes, 59% time in, and I took 771 damage. Damn. I Not only did I get a D, I got a D on the actual boss fight, got a D, and I died five times. So. Oh, damn. You got double Ds, bro. Double Ds. Uh, ben, I hope you understand that the way you feel about this is how I have experienced Feel about the entire game. game. <laughs> 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 We're like, this yeah. is just if, difficult and not fun. That that was my experience. If you, know, you felt that the entire game, I apologize profusely. For, for those <laughs> not of you fun. out there who are just like, get good, I can't. I can't. I, can't. Uh, I got an A on this track. I hate uh, you so much. <laughs> I died zero times. Uh, clear time. Ninety nine times. Clear time was fifteen minutes. Timing uh-huh. was eighty percent, and I took one hundred and eighty three damage. How? Like how? It's in my genes, bro. It's in my genes. You understand why I spent my entire life watching this man play video games? <laughs> yeah. The skill yeah. gap is absurd. Yeah. I can't. It's just like, yeah, you just fucking play. It's fine. I'm yeah, good. you just. I'll just hand you the controller. You do it. I'm okay <laughs> I'll with look not at the playing pretty this. Colors. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we do beat Mimosa, and a very explosive fireworks show happens afterward, and the crowd's like cheering chai's name and everything and we steal her her little chip and and run away i think kale ends up showing up at the very end too in like a hologram form right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he does um and then we basically run and we go back to the hideout and now we decide that we have to take on rogue yes and rogue is the head of finance but He's also, uh, they describe him as a wolf in sheep's clothing, which I did not realize was as foreshadowing as it is. But you you it didn't is think an actual wolf would show up at the very end? That wasn't part yeah. of your... Uh... <laughs> and so the problem is that he's at the top of a tower and it's like, well, fuck, how are we going to get to the top of the tower? Mm. And Chai's like, it's cool. We'll just shoot me out of a fucking cannon and just, just shoot me straight into Rogue Fort's office. Like, what can go wrong? everything and <laughs> everything could go wrong yeah well, n- it, nobody in the group can give a good enough argument as to why this shouldn't be the plan and so that becomes the plan yeah it's funny because in the beginning of the mimosa boss fight um peppermint makes a, a joke because chai was like i want to go through like the the front door one time instead of like the back door you know and then uh peppermint's like well we're gonna do shoot problem. you out of a cannon and he's like yes hmm oh hold that full hold that um vibe. so we now travel, uh, I can't remember where we travel, uh, but we basically go to this cannon that happens to be mm-hmm. on the Vandalay campus, and we now have to uh, defend the cannon while Cinnamon calibrates it, um, because he accomp- he compensates for the trajectory and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He's the fancy robot, he can do all of that stuff, yeah. so... We are just basically keeping the cannon clear, stopping people shooting the cannon, mm-hmm. and making sure Cinnamon can do his fin. Yeah. I, again, my mentality has just been like, send out everybody. Everyone goes, so especially in these hordes, too. You mentioned uh, Macron, the hold RT ability. His has been the best, um, yeah. he shoots. He shoots down this, like, gravity well. Mm-hmm. 
that traps all of the enemies um and it's just so fucking helpful because you just trap all of the enemies and then i've got this combo that chai does where he like he does this like power chord and then it goes like boom 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 in mm. a semicircle um I don't know if the plosives were a bit much on that. I apologize. No, but, no, there was a fly flying in my face. That's why I like winced oh, backwards. Right. <laughs> uh, no, um, and with yeah, with so that any, too, any kind of area of mm, attack stuff. Yeah, and depending on like the enemy, whether it's like a lower level enemy or some of the higher ones, like some of the lower ones, that like AOE kind of gravity well will just completely take down their like stagger stun meter, and you can go in and start wailing on them. Or most of them, it'll go so low where if you go in and start hitting them a couple times, it'll automatically break that meter too. So I use that yeah. a lot, especially in situations like this where we're in again a very small area with a lot of enemies packed into that area. The other one I use a lot is Corsica's because what she does is kind of summon a big tornado, but it also moves around the map. So it'll hit enemies and do the same kind of thing. It'll stun them as it goes around the map, which I yeah. used a ton. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're really, really helpful. And Corsica's combo when you do the beat hit does so much damage. Her aerial one um, too she is comes really, in... is, it does a, really, a lot of damage as well. Yeah. So... Um... I don't know if you guys had any thoughts about this. It seemed fairly straightforward. You just kind of keep the robots off. and yep. uh, So then eventually, it's all calibrated. Chai jumps in the cannon yep. and gets shot. And 808's with him. And he's like, this is fucking amazing. And then all of a sudden, like the fucking Goodyear blimp just like fucking <laughs> yeah. flies into, into screen. Um, of course, right. And it turns... Exactly. It turns out they didn't compensate for um, aerial obstacles. Mm -hmm. And so Chaya hits the blimp, gets bounced off, um, and ends up in the Vandalay Tower cafeteria. Yeah, he's just a little lower on the Vandalay Tower. And it's very, like, tongue-in-cheek as he spirals and falls in and stands up. And it's, like, that record scratch moment where everyone's, like, eating lunch at the tables. And they look over. There's a big wanted sign that has Chai's face on it. And they're, like, looking at the sign, looking down at him and looking at the sun. And they throw their food down and starts fighting. The fucking... The fucking TV in the background, yeah. and it's like defect wanted. Um, <laughs> Just chai is like one thing across. <laughs> one thing I will say that I liked about this is that I didn't like that this part had more samurai enemies. Mm. However, I did like that they were chefs with two yeah. ladles instead of samurai yeah. swords. Yeah, that was I great. Appreciate that. I, I agree. That the cool. samurais are, are pain in the ass, but now the chef samurais, I was like, okay, I see. Well, you. That's cool. <laughs> like another thing with these last sections is. Most of the game looks the same from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Like the way that you combat enemies, the fucking um, kind of like areas in which you're locked into when you do like the arena battle sections, mm -hmm. they're, they're all so samey. At least like this section, I think, does a good job of like changing the environments enough. Like it's similar-ish to the um the museum level in that like it mm -hmm. is wildly different from the rest of the game's kind of design but different uh, and, it, enough. It, and like even though yeah but different enough that it like keeps it interesting because despite the gameplay being essentially the same where you're just you know fucking endlessly beating the shit out of waves of robots like i've noticed having the environment be different does mm -hmm. make it more palatable in a sense yeah. of like actually well, playing through it where it's like okay at least i'm in a different area at least mm. there's not like the traditional you know circle that i'm trapped in this yeah. is more of like well, you talked about um 
country. The Mosa boss fight, the cafeteria is pretty big. Like we have a we have a yeah. good amount of area to yeah. fight. Again, there's a, there's a ton of enemies packed into this area, but it is like significantly bigger than some of the other areas we fought in. And I wish they would have done that more because I think it's more conducive to I think how you're supposed to play this game. Like, mm. definitely, it's more difficult in the tighter spaces to like maintain rhythm because you just have so mm. much going on. You have so many enemies around you, and especially when there's enemies that can do ranged attacks, it's like near impossible yep. to really concentrate on doing that. Um, but when you have this space, you can get that distance, and especially like using the companions to build that distance, like the game becomes much more intuitive and a lot easier to like actually interact with. And I think play the way it was intended. Um, but yeah, it definitely it's functions too bad that better. they waited this long. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It definitely functions better as an open world fire yeah. as opposed to like I'm, an open world with arena fight. Mechanics. Yeah. And I would have like, I was thinking about that and I would have loved for them to get rid of the arenas in general. And I mean, that's biased because I'm not good at this game. And so it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. the big sections that are hard, if they just remove those, it'd be better. Well, you, you like I do combat in general, uh, not just skip it, but like playing more traditional 3d platformers where there's not mm -hmm. like the arena sections of just like having enemies in the overworld. And like, mm -hmm. you can kind of, the fin is navigate your way no. away from them or like yeah hide somewhere and heal and then come back yeah. where you can like take them on intermittently rather than being right. locked into like choruses that you have to complete to get them. and the fin the fin with that as well is that having the bigger area could allow for stuff like environment mm. mechanics so certain part of the environment will pop up on beat one and then it's up for two, three, four. It goes down two, three, four. Mm. And you could start using that to, like you said, get away from enemies, kind of, you know, regain your composure. Yeah. This was the level, by the way, while I remember, this was the level with the Prodigy track. Oh. As he comes through the window, this is when the Prodigy track kicks in. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, that that's also something that's very strange about, like, like, once again, I feel like a complete, like, they just waited for these three sections, like, from Mimosa forward to be like, yeah. okay, we're going to give it everything, which is, like, such a weird thing to do because the middle of the mm. game is so, like, kind of the same grindy, mm -hmm. like, background jangly-ass elevator music, as I've said in the previous episodes. And then, really like, it up here. the two, the, you get one Black Keys track at the beginning with lyrics, and then at the end of the game, you get two back-to-back -back lyric tracks yeah. that are, like, actually rhythmic, that actually are like playing to the world and it's like where mm -hmm. was this for the last five hours of gameplay yeah. like why did uh, you wait until now yeah G going back to kind of what you were talking about with uh like the battles in ratchet and clank the thing with like ratchet and clank's combat and that 3d platform combat is like exploration and combat happens simultaneously you know when you're fighting enemies you're also exploring the world where here it's very disjointed like there's sections yeah. where you're exploring and there's sections when you're combat but those two things don't necessarily happen at the same time yeah yeah uh but yeah we get through here we get through the cafeteria more waves of enemies show up in macron and corsica we have a cut scene where they kind of like distract the enemies and toss chai over so he can continue forward to try to find roquefort is that what his name is Ro Ro roquefort yes. roquefort 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 yes roquefort something like that um this is the best track in the entire game i thought um, you were talking about track 11 and i like yeah, i don't know if someone plays a track 11 i, I prefer when you're going to kale, kale at the end yeah. when you're making your way to kale boss this but. this for me was amazing so 
admittedly, okay, maybe a little bit of bias. I don't know how big they are overseas, but here in the UK, the Prodigy are fucking massive. They're like one of the best mm. um, sort of like rave dance uh, bands, groups, whatever you want to call them. Rave Chai comes through the windows. That's it. And <laughs> Chai comes through the window and Invaders Must Die starts playing, mm-hmm. which is just a fucking amazing track anyway. Um, but then later on, you start interacting with the environment and it will do things like the environment will uh, like power down those generators so that you can't platform anymore and the music will kind of lose the main beat and then once you power up the re- generator the peak comes back in and it's like boom 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 and you can like sort of time it i fucking loved it this was mm-hmm. hands down this was my favorite track yeah and like i said maybe because it was the prodigy but i just like the way that this was the first time in the game where I was like, the environment matches the music, and I actually feel yeah. like I'm moving and, to the beat of the song. Yeah, and I was talking to Kai about this beforehand, but yeah, these last couple tracks, we had talked about where I, I was playing on rhythm, but I was not necessarily doing my combat and button presses to kind of like the background music. The background music really was background music. But in these last mm-hmm. three or four sections, it really felt like that music was like really intertwined to the combat. Like it felt like I was doing a lot of the rhythm with the songs that were playing. I guess, I guess maybe you could make the argument that because this is the final stretch, the characters are kind of like gone into overdrive and are giving it everything that they have. Mm-hmm. Fine, like thematically, that may make sense. It feels like a bit of a stretch, but you could argue that. Well, the the problem is that like this should have been in the beginning it's so weird to have this at the end of the game it makes you realize how shitty the rest of the music is because you get to this point and you're like oh my god these songs bang and i'm actually listening to them rather than the same indistinguishable jangly ass rock music that plays through the entire game where you're just like i don't care about this and even even the originals um i know i'm talking about the prodigy track sorry jared but even the originals in these last tracks are fucking great It's kind of like track eight. It starts to change when you get that museum level. Mm -hmm. But these last ones that we're talking about are just amazing. Even the originals are great. And I think I I wouldn't even call the the rest of the tracks bad, at least personally for me. Like I enjoyed the tracks. I Mm. thought they were fun. But there was something about these last ones that really literally made the experience feel different. Like I felt more like, not not necessarily more fun, but like because it was the end, it felt like more of a hype moment. I would say um, the songs aren't bad. I would say that they're lackluster. They that would they be don't bad. Prov- <laughs> no, no, because they're not. They're not in. What I mean by that is that they're not inherently bad in terms of the quality of musical quality. Yeah. They don't. They're lackluster. Lackluster in terms of what they bring to the game mm. and the way that the environment integrates with. Counterpoint. Yeah. When your entire fucking game is a rhythm game, look. If this was just a normal 3D platformer <laughs> and you had jangly ass rock music that was like okay, it was like you know fucking a five, like sure, I don't care, like whatever, you can have whatever music you want. When you literally make a game based around your experience playing with rhythm and music, you gotta make sure the music's good. Like that's fucking mm-hmm. number one objective. Nothing else matters because yeah. as as we saw in the end of this game your experience is completely enhanced by having actual music that you're like oh the world's moving with it i'm fucking this is a jam mm-hmm. i'm playing along with it this makes the game feel so much better 
because the whole game is based around rhythm. If you yeah. have just like, even if the music is like, eh, I mean, it's okay. You're like, you're missing that whole experience yeah. in the middle of the and, game where it's like, oh, I'm really connecting with everything yeah. that's going and around. I, and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you either. Like I said, the, the, the end of this game, it was done well. And I kind of wish the whole th game was like this too. I just didn't necessarily think that like the beginning tracks were, were bad. Like the, the music in the beginning didn't pull me out of the experience. And I've gone back and played some of those early tracks back now <laughs> after I finished. Uh... Um, and it's just like it. It's not bad. It's just like it's it, in comparison to kind of like when it's really good. It's like, oh, man, like that part hits really hard. I kind of the wish the music, whole experience was that. The music in the first seven tracks are capital A, I, and then the rest of them are like <laughs> fucking. That's yeah. Okay, yeah, I can, I can get down with that. Capital A, I, I. I don't know why I said A. I'm so tired. <laughs> capital A. I was ready for the awesome. capital, capital OK and your capital A. I was like, where is it going with this? Where is this going? Where is this going? I'm so tired. They're um, capital A awful. <laughs> like, OK. Yeah, <laughs> come to the dark side, motherfucker. No, don't do it. Uh, yeah, so we no. continue to make our way up Vandalay Tower to get to Rookfort and to get his pass key. Uh, eventually we get into kind of a more open area where we're going about the the internals of this tower there's a huge like kale statue in the middle and we're climbing the kale statue and doing rails around and oh, fighting we enemies. get macron to fucking punch the kale statue yep, getting macron to punch the head off the kale statue was a great time as like, well fuck yes yeah uh, um all of these yeah. were, were pretty straightforward again we'll get into sections with enemies we fight enemies more of the birds show up here too and I keep forgetting because uh, I'm so used to grappling so much that I can't. I keep forgetting that at times the bird will just grab you and then toss you onto the ground. But it happens like three to four times. I never learned my mm -hmm. lesson. I ended up resorting to just um, jumping near the bird, beginning an attack. Mm -hmm. And like, cause I have an aerial combo that's only like three inputs. Yeah. So I would do that and then just press RT and like summon in fucking Peppermint with a big air cannon or yeah. whoever and just I'm, do it that way. Generally, with those enemies, I would just rely on the companions until they get into their rage mode and then you have to do the little fucking quick time event and then you mm -hmm. get the instant mm -hmm. death. That's like, it's not even yeah. worth really engaging them because there's so many counters yeah. that they have and additionally, they just grab you. Yeah. Uh, everything everything works towards aggro in them to the point of them being yes. ready to parry shit. Yep. And then you miss it if you're me. And you have to start all <laughs> over again. I definitely had times in the beginning of that too. And it's really it really just takes the wind out of your sail too. You have this combo and you're doing great and it's like sweet. All you have to do is land this one at the end and you're done. And then you miss it and you're like <sighs> Well, the other problem is Fine. is that at the end it's B. So like you have to hit it when it's like it's B. It's not X. Which is like doesn't make sense to like logically to me. You can you'd press think, any like, of the buttons to hit. You can press X, Y, or B. It yeah. does not matter. So I can't because I, regardless of what I press, I usually miss it. So it doesn't matter. So I think <laughs> okay. I missed oh. it enough pressing X that I was like, I must You're be like, doing, maybe something, I'm wrong. doing something wrong. <laughs> and then pressed B and was like, oh, that works. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, you so, can press any of the buttons. They all work. But... Well, that's good to know now, after I finish <laughs> the game. Not done. It's done. <laughs> never going to come back to ne it. No, uh, never going to touch it. You're not going to try Jared has game. already jumped back in this game, which is fucking tracks. Well, I'll, I'll get to my uh, my post-game uh, adventures. But we uh, the entire time, Roquefort's been taunting us and, and doing little things to hinder us to get to them. But eventually, we do get to his office uh and do his boss fight and like 
when when I was looking at him, I was like, oh, he meets, he's a pretty normal looking character, you know, kind Bro, of. Bro, he's like five three with a walking stick. Yeah, exactly. He, he didn't he's seem... stocky. He's like built. Yeah, but. He's also quite old, and I was like, "Bro, this is like, I'm gonna hit him with this guitar, and he's gonna go down. Like, what well, is this gonna and be?" Like compared to all the other ones, like even Mimosa, Mimosa had this like weight to her. And then when her like form came out, she had like these wings. I was like, "Oh yeah, like this is Mimosa." I saw this guy. And I was like, "What is he gonna do?" Literally, my man turns into a giant mechanical werewolf, and I'm talking massive. Like mm. this thing is huge. And oh, where's he hiding all that? He like some... the bro turns into like a fucking twelve foot tall wolf. Yeah. Like still wearing a tie and everything, and I was just like, "What?" And then they make yeah. a joke about the whole wolf in sheep's clothing uh, comment that I, was made. I will say before we get into the actual boss fight, I loved his design. I think this boss fight design, Roquefort's like wolf design, is really cool. I like the design. I liked the boss fight as a whole. It was weird because. It was a stark contrast to Mimosa because I, again, struggled with this Roquefort boss fight, but I didn't ever find myself um, not enjoying it yeah. in a weird way. Like, mm-hmm. even though I kept getting my ass handed to me, I still enjoyed it. Um, it was weird. Well, for me, it, like, leaned into that, like... That, that Dark Souls mentality where it's difficult and you die and that almost is like a motivator to keep you going. Like you get close enough to finish where you're like, shit, I died, but like it never hindered the experience. If anything, it almost built you up to be like, okay, I can get I can get this far. I can do this again. I can get this far again. Yeah. In real contrast to Mimosa, Mimosa's boss fights felt very, you know, there was like a, almost a puzzle to them with breaking your shield and doing the individual uh, phases. Roquefort just like beats your ass. He just he oh, no, this quick is a and he just fest, like man. it's just a slugfest here, which is it's crazy. The one thing I did like as well is that um we'll get into it. Again, there are three phases with this boss mm-hmm. and each of the three each of the phases he does something slightly different. Um the last stage I ironically found the easiest once I accidentally found out uh, the gimmick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure we'll get to, but I'm curious about Kai's experience with this boss fight because this isn't such a rhythm boss fight as it is just like wail on the big bad wolf. I mean, the whole game is rhythm, unfortunately, and like, I mean, with my setup that I have at this point where I turned on auto, uh, auto combos. Uh, in this section oh, as yeah. well <laughs> so you literally just like fucking spam x and you'll do all the moves that you've collected over the game without actually having to do like the input mm-hmm. buttons of anything that's, that's actually fucking awesome yeah that's yeah, really it's, cool it's much better than trying to be like x y y y x x y so yeah, uh, yeah you didn't I mean, wait it, a beat. at least that's the problem in this section it was easier ish just because i had had that set up plus the companions coming in but i mean i still died like mm-hmm. seven gorillion times so so okay so in terms of the rogue fort boss fight yeah the the boss fight opens up in his office yeah um and of all the people so far that have been the furthest up cow's ass rogue fort is like so far up cow's ass like he absolutely loves the man so as soon as you start bad mouthing him he's like right that's it transforms into big bad wolf you wail on each other and then I believe he p- 
punches you through a wall into like a safety deposit room. Yep. And then that's phase two of the boss fight, and that's where that Corsica wind fin that you was yeah. talking about happens. And and to, to be fair, like it's that's not the only part of it. There's just like sections that will come up. You're still doing the whale and hit on him every now and then, but when he does the like mm. hurricane breath thing, Corsica comes in, and then the little track comes down on the bottom where you have to hit X and Y when they show up on the screen. So yeah. it's not the entire boss and fight, but it's a section of it. He's his um. The whole thing with his boss fight before that, like the first section, mm-hmm. is basically he's fast and he hits hard. Don't get hit. Whether you parry or whether you dodge or whatever, the whole thing of the boss fight is don't get hit because he will hit you fucking hard. Um, it's Rockford, know... by the way. It's Rockford? Yeah. Rockford. I was so confused. It's a Q, guys, I'm... not a G. I was saying, I was saying, Rogue, Rogue, uh, Rogueford, 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 Rockford. I was saying, <laughs> I was right. I was saying, G. <laughs> so I was just I was, wrong in both ends. I wasn't saying uh, either of well, them right. A G would be Rogue, which I was, I was like, doing. Okay, the, I was yeah. doing the row of Rogue, but adding the Q of of the Rock. So I was like, Rogue. You were, you were Rockford. in between. Yeah, exactly. Rockford. Rockford. Ah, Mister Rockford. Oh, um, man. I was I was yeah. googling furiously. I was like, I have to figure out what the fuck is going on here. I'm so <laughs> confused. <laughs> His boss fight up to that point is um, fairly straightforward. It's just yeah. a slugfest. The only thing that changes yeah. is that Corsica win thing. Yes, and then uh, we end up in like the Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> They just keep all of their gold just like shifted through this giant warehouse for some no organization at all. By the way. Yeah, I I didn't understand that at all. No. What was happening there? It's very. I think it is supposed to be just like the play on like the Saturday cartoon. Well, that like and Scrooge the fact McDuck, that like we have so much money. He's and... the head of financing. He's always thinking about money. So of course he has a big room full of gold coins. Also, we know that the whole dive in the gold coins doesn't work. He's in the Family Guy skit where he jumps in and just breaks all his bones yeah. and he jumps into the gold. <laughs> yeah. What I liked about all of these is two things specifically. There are no additional enemies in this boss fight that you're mm. having to fight. It's just a fucking giant wolf, which one health is bar, hard by the enough. way, too. One giant health bar uh, that does refill mm-hmm. after every section. Um, oh, it does. And then, right. yeah, it does every time you go to a new room. <laughs> um, and additionally, the gold room in particular is fucking massive. It's awesome. You can. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. It's enormous. So there's a lot of distance you can get between you and the giant demon wolf who's trying to murder you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also liked that um, he can't hold the wolf form forever. Yes, he does like, turn back into his sections. man form, and you can wail on him that way. And he pulls out one of his yeah. shields. Well, so that was that was. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting multiple phases because, like, at the end of the first phase, he turns back into his human his man, man form, form which is whatever we're calling it. It's canonical now. Yeah, sorry, it's the canonical. Okay, yeah. so he turns into man form, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, like. We're just gonna fucking wail on yeah, this dude now. Like that's it. Um, but the gold section, I, I accidentally worked out the gimmick to this section because I was getting my ass handed to me. This is where right, right. um, I and just beating the shit shit out of you. Yes. Now, what happens is he he starts beating the shit out of you, and then eventually he'll dive into the gold. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this is easy. I just avoid him. Um, but after a certain point when his health gets down, that's all he does. 
Mm-hmm. What happens is when he goes into the gold, he starts moving around. A random giant metal fist will pop out of the gold. And then after he's finished darting about, he jumps in the air and dive bombs you. If you position the giant fist between you and Rockfall, he jumps into the metal fist and does like a Looney Tunes like go solid, lands on the floor, stunned, and then you can wail on him while oh, he's stunned. I didn't do that at all. And then rinse, repeat. Again, I did it accidentally. I was like, I was like, I don't know how to beat this dude, so I started running, and then he randomly just hit the fist, and I was like, interesting. Oh, okay. The game does not tell you that is the mechanic whatsoever. Like stuff just pops out of the gold, and then he dives at you mm-hmm. and then it rinse repeat like there's no there's no way of the game like priming you to be like hey you can check out this giant make him fist. hit this fin yeah exactly interesting yeah no i just i like well done when he came out and everything but i i struggled in this one but i knowing that that probably would have been pretty helpful and again i mean it's not it, it's it's not one of those fins it's more of a comment on the game as opposed to like a yeah. comment on any player because mm-hmm. never before have we had an enemy that's done that thin we've never been shown had that like interaction at the environment all. to like lead them towards something yeah yeah and again it's also fucking weird to bring up on track 10 of 12 yeah this like great mechanic where you start using the environment to like beat enemies and defeat bosses mm-hmm. yeah um but eventually Go on. I was going to say, th- this one ends with us doing one more of the Corsica whirlwind things, launching Roquefort back into a wall, hitting him, and then he dies by getting covered in... They, like, deposit this month's income or something, and the yeah. weight of the credits <laughs> crushes him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the profits of the last quarter. Yeah, yeah, no, that's quarter what three. <laughs> profits yeah. of quarter three. Uh, are, and then it's like, watch out for falling profits. It's like... Yeah. Oh. I thought, I thought it was yeah. funny. It was also silly that he gets Ironic, like poetic justice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but what did we get for our scores on track 10? Take, take a guess. You get uh, I'm going to guess you got a D. I did. I got a D. I died five times. Uh, it took me 41 minutes and nine seconds. I uh, got 41% on just timing, so improvement. Mm, yeah. uh, I received 1,364 damage, and my final score was 500,995. So. Damn. Should I make you feel better? Because I did way worse than that. Go. I got seven A's, seven A's and three B's, but an overall D rank because I died seven times. Okay. Mm. Uh, I got a clear time of 55 minutes, 41 seconds. Just time in a 59%. Took a nice even 1,500 damage. And had a final score of uh, 4,472. (laughs) I've got to imagine 4,000. Oh, man. Um, Um, Yeah, I enjoyed this level, but I fucking sucked at it. uh, I think having the auto combos on inflates your score. Uh, yeah, because uh, your your, okay. your overall score is higher than mine too, guy. Ha! Fuck you. <laughs> so anyway. I, wasn't that a trend though throughout the entire game? Yeah, like, even you were, though... you were scoring higher. Uh, so I struggled, but I like I Jared struggled in this, so I still got an, I got an A on this um, this course. <laughs> I, I got an A and not an A star. Like. I got one B, one, two, three, four, five A's, and the rest were S's. Uh, I died twice. Both of the times were in the Rockfort fight. 
clear time was 40 minutes timing was 68 percent and my damage received was 859 with an overall score of 550,917 just fuck off seriously <laughs> just like you, you you're kicked out of the podcast this isn't fair <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, yep. Do you want me to do bad? Do you want me to just throw? This was, like I said, yeah. for me, this one was hard. Like, this was me struggling. I don't want you to do bad. I want you to do normal. <laughs> okay. That's like, you can't say. That this, sounded so sympathetic, but you was like rubbing it in our face. Like, this was hard for this me. This was hard I for me. I struggled. Right. Uh, I think I'm free S's. I like. almost died once. So, you know. <laughs> Damn. I died twice. But um, we beat Rockford, yeah. and we get his little old ship and now it is game time it is time to head towards kale and to take him out which technically mm-hmm. okay so this is the thing that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me so throughout the game you're doing the levels and intermittently you go back to the lair and that's where you get to do like upgrades and you get to do all the thing mm. now they decided instead of doing a lair it's just going to be the office of the boss you fought in and you get to go talk to everyone I- and do upgrades I think my, my mentality, well, which is what I was going to say. It's because like, they're there? Well, it's because they're there, and they're trying to like they're also trying to keep the momentum going. Like, now we're, like, heading towards endgame boss fight. So with it being the door before, quote-unquote, Kale's office, but like, we don't know how why, much. Why would you not just we'll keep s- the momentum going through the whole game and do it that way? With- the problem as well is that in order to get to where they were, they had to launch Chai through a cannon and then fight through a cafeteria of robots. So if they went to the hideout, in theory, they would have to relaunch Chai through the cannon, have him work his way back to Rockfoot's office, and then go from there. But once again, they're all there anyway. So clearly there's another... They didn't all get launched out of a cannon. No, because they've got that weird teleport thing. Uh, technology that Pepin, Peppermint uses, so they can just teleport to wherever Chai and 808 are. I think it's just—is it just 808 though? I think it, I think they're just attuned to 808. Yeah, yeah. so it's wherever 808 like, is. Like, so in theory, they could just fucking so leave 808 there. This goes into then- <laughs> my uh, my pitch uh, for the game in this section, which is in this section, you play as two characters that you never played as before mm. which is cinnamon and 808 yeah uh and this is later in this section but we'll get to it uh what a huge fucking missed opportunity especially with 808 to only 808 have 808 fight in the kale fight for like 30 seconds and that be the entire experience of playing as 808 mm. through the entire game like you could have had so many companion like side missions where you have to go like unlock a door using 808 or you interact with the world in some way using 808 i was about to say that like yeah well we talked about like ratchet and clank like like clank missions like you have 808 missions where you have to do those little things or even like you said if you're in the main mission and like go to a like event and you're like 808 we need you to unlock this door and then now you're like walking around as 808 and have to like fight some enemies I honestly would have rather had them not even do it in the Kale fight because now I know that they thought about it and they were like, oh, we can use 808 and they still didn't integrate it into the, any part mm. of the game. And am like, I... yes. Good on. Um, am I the only one who feels that like they, they developed tracks 9 to 12 first? Yes. And then, <laughs> and then made like 1 to 8 after? Yeah. They were like, okay, we'll do these and then whatever we have time left for, we'll build the rest of the game. Yeah, <laughs> and see, like, I, maybe this is slowly dabbling into final thoughts, but these last like sections, I hope they like they. I hope they make a sequel to this, or they make something similar where they build off of these ideas. Because again, we have really good 
ideas here at the end half. Granted, it is at the end of the game and not throughout the whole thing, but hopefully they like learned from this and a project going forward, like, cool, whether it's a sequel or whatever, we can implement that this better, so. Okay, I'm gonna have a wee Google as to how successful this game was while you talk about track 11. I was saying we're kind of like a a hideout-esque area right before the door to Kale's office where we can interact with some of the characters buy stuff from the shop and whatnot uh we end up busting down the door to Kale's office and who is there but Rox and Vandalay who we all thought were dead or disappeared or were whatever and she seems very evil she was like retired wasn't she was it just retired she I thought she like, like died or yeah. something it was just she sick. disappeared yeah, she no, she was in the museum. Like she, she like retired and then disappeared. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, she's there, and um, yeah, looking very evil. She's there, looking evil. Puts a kind of barrier around all of us to stop our momentum, and we find out that it's not actually her that's evil, but it's Kale who has taken over and controlling her, which is what his whole plan was the entire time. Which we learn is really just to help him get profit for his technology. He wants to mind control people to convince, like, force them to it's buy. It's easier his tech. to sell stuff to people if you're controlling what they want. If you can control the consumer, then you've essentially yep. control the profit. Yeah. Um, big bad guy is bad. That's basically yep. what it comes down they to. They leave, and, and Kale he... is going to do his little plan. And this is where uh, Chai's anime protagonist this is comes where the out. Dumbest where the power plot friendship... point of this game. Oh, my God. It's the so power stupid. of friendship helps break the barrier. It, you know what's, what's funny? I fucking hated this. You know what's funny? So first of all, I'll say that I like I liked this, right? But uh, I'll, I'll have the caveat where the entire the time... the Naruto do <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this moment. Yes. But no, I, the entire time, I felt like this is dumb. And I was like, they're going to hate this. Like the whole time, I was like, Kai and Ben are going to hate this so much. Because it's, so, it's it. so silly. It's and so, in my mind, it's so corny. And in my mind, I was like, mm. how? He used his, like, he like, synced his frequency with that. And that's what broke the barrier. It doesn't but, make... It makes no goddamn sense. Do you sense. know what it is? It's like that conspiracy theory where it's like everything in the world vibrates and so there's yeah. a, like a vibrational energy throughout the entire Where if I can feel that energy, I can like put my hand through my desk kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is that uh, Kale has trapped uh, Chai and the gang yep. in a big red box and he leaves and he's like, nah, you're not going to be able to do anything. And 
Spot on Somebody's like, oh, duh, duh, duh. it's a harmonic box. And Chai's like, what, harmonic? As in like music no, he words? Says, he says sound. As in sound. sound that's it. Yeah. Like, and yeah, he puts his it. hand up to this giant red box um, and cue cheesy Emotional. fucking anime montage yeah. of all of the friends he's made along the way and the connections that he's the power sewed. of friendship always wins okay. guys also uh not to burst the bubble of this game but you can't see sound fuckheads like not, it's not, lasers not with that that's mentality what box, that's what the box is the box yeah is not lasers. with that mentality <laughs> um, well your power so he, your he power of friendship isn't, isn't powerful enough to see sounds yeah, exactly. also why haven't we used laser hand through this entire fucking game like i, I feel like i would have dude we could like force like yeah, force i have like a, i have like a music kamehameha that i use at one point <laughs> <laughs> no what i'm saying is it would be great because like if you'd done this earlier on we could then like force push robots off the edge cool. and like shit like that like use harmonic resonance to yeah. like like sound like some kind of like away. sound wave like blast that we like yeah. launch yeah. enemies back yeah yeah no we don't we don't get any of that shit we get a really corny ass moment where there's like fucking transparent versions of the characters <laughs> that are like chai and they're none of them are really nice they're all like i think uh -huh. corsica's is like chai you may not be slick, but you get it done. And it's like, yeah. that's not a compliment. Like, that's, you're just a, an asshole. Like, see, and again, I, I know it's bad. I know it's corny. Maybe it's the anime weeb in me. And I was like, this is like, it's like silly and fun. Like, and that's what I like, I liked about it. <clears throat> but I, I, the whole thing, I was like, how does this make sense? I was laughing when there was like the silhouettes of the characters. And it was, it's again, the power of friendship. The power of friendship always wins. So he puts his hand up to this box and resonates, and the whole time we're holding buttons and yep. doing like really slow QTE events. And um, he harmonizes with the prison mm -hmm. and uses it to break the prison so we're now free. Yep, yep. don't ask questions. Yep. Uh, um, the good news is, though. And this never comes up in the rest of the game. No. Um, no never there's, mentioned again there's not much game left to be honest for it to be yeah. brought up no but i i i imagined that it would become like a mechanic in the cow boss fight like now we have like a new kind power of up kind of this, situation yeah like we've unlocked this harmonic resonance nope. like no not at all not at all uh what i will say though is that this leads to probably my favorite section of the game which yes. is the is my favorite section too, platforming kale. section chasing kale with the giant robot and i, I another... need to find out what that track is because it's so good Another fucking like oh this would have been nice. Is this the when whole you're going game. through the construction yeah. area? You're going through the construction yeah. area, and you don't have to activate any of your companions. They're just doing things in the world. And I was like, why didn't they just do this shit? Like Corsica just yes. like overloads the generator, Cinnamon moves the containers around. Like you don't have to do any dumbass QTE bullshit. You don't have to call them out. It's like I could have had this through the whole game where they just are like helping us in different ways. That would have actually been great if like when you got towards a generator corsica just came in and was like chai three two one boom and then it activated and you was just like right go yeah because that's at least in in rhythm to the rest of the stuff yeah so but that section yeah the I somehow the band's called section. the joy formidable is the band that plays the song it was uh, a fucking good track oh, and so you're good. literally like chai is like running through cinnamon's like dropping containers for you to jump on and all of the 
companions are just doing bits to help Chai yeah. catch up with Kale. Well, not not only um, that, but like between. And I think the... there's a very respectable only like three choruses in this section, which yes, chest mm. piss. Oh, yeah. and then we we get to the fucking section where uh, cinnamon. Uh, we get to play cinnamon mm-hmm. because we we go through, um, and we chop one of the arms off of this giant robot. It's Zonzo's robot that he tried to turn on before we before yes, we got a yeah. chance to. Yes, and so we we uh, we cut the arm off, and then Cinnamon's like, "My time to shine!" and like runs up to it, and of course his hand perfectly molds so into like, the robot he's like, arm. I'm compatible. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get another QTE event in which we are blasting the robot mm-hmm. with its own arm um, in an attempt to destroy it. Yeah, and we do. I'm assuming you hated this as well, Kai. Uh, hated it. The the bit where you're having to like press more, A and more QTE press B in no, uh, segments. I mean, I'm used to it at this point. Like, I I'm not gonna like that's the mechanic of the game. I'm not. I can't be yeah. mad. I mean, I don't enjoy it. I'm not good at it, but I'm not like angry that it's there. Those are those are the times I think in which it makes sense. Is when mm. it's like the big giant moments when you're yeah. Especially in this moment in particular, it's like what else were you supposed to do here? Yeah. Like uh, um, but like I was saying, this is relatively quick there's only three choruses in this uh track and a lot of them are again like our characters interacting with things in the environment helping us just progress further to take down the big robot it's when cinnamon sacrifices himself yeah Yeah, also just a reminder i've also uh i changed all the qtes to be one button so oh Oh, you did that's That's right yes that makes it much better (laughs) are you still having to hold and release too or is it just press yeah but it's it's just x it's it's just x okay yeah in in using the cannon cinnamon has uh, destroyed his arm and lower half of his body and i was sad for a moment thinking that like cinnamon would be dead but macaron's like don't worry but i can i can help you out and he's like oh okay okay how did we do in track 11 guys you go first this time okay uh, my overall rank was an A. Got two A's and an S. I died zero times. My clear time was 24 minutes. My timing was 76. percent I took 251 damage with the overall score of 199,518. God, I got an A overall. Uh, straight A's in all three choruses. Straight A's. No continues. 23 minutes 38 seconds. 65 percent time in 324 damage taken and 156,699 total score i gotta see i died mm-hmm. three times hey! hey not sarcastic genuinely happy that you didn't get a D. uh i gotta see uh i died three times i cleared it in 25 minutes and 49 seconds my just timing was 43 percent I know. Hold your, hold your applause. I oh, yeah. received 687 damage, and my final result was 200,000, 230,792. So those fucking auto combos, bro. You're just wailing out those the auto combos. Are getting that score. Get that score up. Um, but now we are on to the one and only the cow boss fight, the very final track of yep. the game. Um, and this is where you said, obviously, you get the section with. 808 because yeah. mm-hmm. kale, kale, kale takes over and yeah. mind controls chai and so now chai is and working it. on yes. his side which doesn't make any sense because he's like he mind controls chai but then he just makes him sit down 
he like puts a barrier up and he just makes him like sit in the corner which i was like i would have him kill his friends like come on you're evil be evil but, he's not that okay but it's a it's a saturday morning cartoon yeah, and it tries a it's those those bad guys put in the time out like corner. just go sit over there and he's like why didn't you actually utilize chai he's like well yeah that's right but uh, yeah the play is 808 and essentially jump over flames jump over flames and scratch the little device on Kale's arm that is controlling the mind control device, which I, was fun. I liked playing as 808. It was a good time. I, for the longest time, like for the first four or five tracks of this game, I thought Troy Baker voiced Kale. Um, it's not Troy Baker whatsoever, but the dude sounds so much like Troy Baker that I was like, what? what? Yeah, I can um, see that. I can but see yeah. Troy Baker vibes. So this this walkthrough has broke it up into uh, four phases. So yeah. phase zero is that section where uh, 808, you're playing as 808, mm. you scratch the fin off of Cal's arm, which basically means we get control of Kai, of Kai, of, get control of Chai back. Um, and so obviously Cal's like, well, fuck this. Is this the bit where like the big elevator rises up and yeah. now we're fighting on the rooftop? Yeah. <laughs> right before he goes full fucking Doc Ock, which I was just like, what a choice this game had made. Yeah. <laughs> that, when that happened, like I was looking, I was like, what the fuck? And Ellie like was reading a book and she looked up at the TV screen. She was like, why the fuck is he Dr. Octopus? <laughs> like, I don't I know. I mean, the, the choice of him being Dr. Octopus was hilarious, but the fact that each one of his like arms had to be utilized by a different like partner character, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that because that mechanic was very great. Um, the the initial phase one is basically just wailing on Cal, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yep. There's lots of like drones that shoot lasers in a certain rhythm, and you have to parry them in a certain rhythm. It's very similar to the Corsica boss fight. Yeah. You can't hit him until you've broke down his meter, so yep. you have to stun him. And then uh, you do personally... the you do the special dodge parry system as well yeah that, that's into phase two yes. after you do the that it goes into phase two which is just the whole dodge parry kind of same the same setup as like corsica where it's like he's he's in front of us and we're dodging and parrying and whatnot yes yeah very big um very big vibes of the corsica boss fight just like getting that stun meter um so then we go into phase two which was that section where you're doing the dodge and the mm -hmm. parry and blah 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 and then all of a sudden he's like, "All right, well, fuck this." Dog it's now like, yeah, there's like light, uh, like f electricity that's going around these four nodes, um, and he like powers up and becomes Doc Ock. Yep. And there's two Z Shield arms, which we need Macron for a firearm, which we need Corsica form, and then a laser arm that we have to shoot with peppermint. Yeah. And we can't do any damage to him until so we long. hit those arms with a specific character, and after that we can damage the arm, and then it breaks as we go through it. Oh, long. This was uh, my least favorite phase of the entire boss fight, because while the gimmick was great, I like the fact that we're utilizing all of the companions we've got for specific arms mm. and stuff like that, great. Like Kai was saying, it's just long. Yeah, it's like Fucking you come along. I think it was oh, long. Yeah, you're just like, oh, okay, Z Shield, fine. Yeah. I think it was long too for me because I, I, before I kind of like put two and two, two and two together with what I had to do, I had the same mentality of like, cool, I'll just wail on him. And I was wailing on him, and you literally can't do any damage. There's no stun meter, there's no anything like that unless you're hitting the arms specifically. 
So for a while, I was just trying to like jumble and dogpile in with all my characters until I was like, okay, I have to wait until the specific arm comes down, use this specific partner character, and then do damage to that arm. But there was a lot of waiting and just walking around and dodging and then waiting for that arm to come up and attacking it. Yep, this was just, yeah, it was just that. It was just long. Um, and then... The, the last phase Where? is the same thing. It's just the same dodge parry as phase well, two, except a little harder. The fucking things come down, and then the lightning strikes down on top of him, and he does a stupid little mm -hmm. fucking lightning sword, and then he you can catch on fire, Saiyan. which... My least favorite aspect of this game is catching on fire, and they were like, let's do that. <laughs> let's have the character on fire. Yeah, let's let's have that fun little thing, and then yeah, you just uh, keep fucking attacking him until you get his health down, and then it goes into the guitar yep. hero section where all of your companions yep. have their own little guitar hero tracks. Which, mm -hmm. and I, so I did not like the the wailing on him was fine, uh -huh. except for that shit where he like holds the sword up yeah. and then does the slashes. I could never fucking parry them. I could never get the. Oh, timing is that when the, down. Like, the fire the fire goes by? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. fire goes by, and he does like the sideways slashes, like the samurais do. Yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't get it down. Yeah, I got. I got um, them a lot too. But the the yeah, last guitar hero section that fight, has yeah. all the characters jump in. I mean, we're I, even though if you like the guitar hero section or not, it's really cool to see them all like pile up on him, and then every time there's like a final hit, it's one of those like very like we said animated mm -hmm. scenes that we saw before with the big robot. It's really cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and it's it, it's great because it's also kind of each character getting their like almost closure. Mm -hmm. Like Macron comes in and he's like, you know, you ruined this company. This isn't Roxanne's vision. Corsica's like I can't believe I ever looked up to you like yeah. you were supposed to be a role model Peppermint is like you know you can't believe you mind controlled our mum like what the fuck um, and yeah like you said you get all those like anime freeze frames uh, and then we deliver the final blow and uh, key. we have all the spectrum keys key. now so we walk up to the spectrum machine we pop all the keys in well, Corsica comes up and puts in her password, which, which is, is just password. Password, <laughs> um, and then we we shut down Spectra. Um, Spectra. There's and... also an anime ass moment before that where fucking Chai and Kale are looking into each other's eyes, and Kale goes, "You're all just a bunch of losers," and then yeah. Chai goes, "But we're unstoppable as a team." <laughs> the power of friendship always Kill wins. Me. There is Kill. there and is then, so much, and then before he explodes, which does he die i don't he just it gets turned to dust i'm not really sure what is going on at the end of this game to be honest with with kale i think he just eviscerates himself but he goes this mm -hmm. is too much work it's like who wrote this <laughs> i feel I that quit. existing is too much work <laughs> that's, that's a terrible line because like he was never lazy like that was never his character he was just evil so it's not like he's like, ah, this is too much work hey, being evil is a full-time job man you know no sick it's days true. when you're it's evil true no vacations at all also the shutting down of specter is so anticlimactic they put the keys in and they put the password and it just like turns off and they're like well just a, like we shouldn't you like probably just, explosion or well shouldn't they destroy it like the technology I mean, is still the software, there like yeah exactly they like, left the keys in the fucking ignition <laughs> they were like well it's off now no one will it's steal weird. this car, right? Maybe doesn't that's the make any doesn't make any goddamn sense. The sequel, like, someone just takes the keys back again and starts it up. 
Like, the thing yeah. is, all you got to do is just, like, you've got fucking four of the five that you need inserted into the machine. Nah, you, you delete that file. You put that in the trash. You emptied that bin. Oh. Hit the recycle you bin. You hit the recycle bin and it's still there. <laughs> also, but, was anyone else thrown off that Roxanne Vandalay was Indian? It threw me off. I didn't even really think about it. She's definitely a tanned woman. I no, no, her Italian. I don't think Indian. I don't, I don't mean like her character. I mean her voice. Like her her accent is an Indian accent, and I was like, Oh yeah, no, yeah, it it does not match um, like, the what? accent. She doesn't. She doesn't look Indian. And also, Kale and her two children, no accent, generic ass, mm. fucking white sounding, fucking people. whitest of white. And then she's like, Where's Oh, the hello. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But we have oh, now dude. defeated Kale and took down Spectra. We have a cutscene at the end with, uh, uh, oh god, you just said her name, Roxanne. Roxanne. And it's Vandalay. the stupid Roxanne. fucking like Wizard of Oz trope where she like goes to each individual character and is like, "You now have a heart, Lion." <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you. And, and there's like a moment with fucking uh, whatever her name is. I can't. Dumbass name, and they like hug and have their like mom daughter moment. So, like, oh, yeah. did do any, that didn't like, do anything sorry, for I you? The family. No, I don't. What this woman has been <laughs> absent from her daughter's life for like 15 years, and now all of a sudden she's like, oh, but it was back. the whole yeah, thing was, for me. Was, it was like the conclusion. It's like the, ship, it's like the ship of Theseus. Like, was she really absent because she couldn't control herself? Like, she exactly. did not choose to be absent from exactly. Peppermint. So now she can but finally Peppermint did run away from the family. She did run away from the family. That's correct. I, do, I, she I really wanted Chai as the like, head of. Yeah, Chai at the end is like, well, I don't have any skills. I'm going to leave. And I really wanted her to just be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. She's just like, who's he again? <laughs> who's this kid? Oh, um, but no, Chai gets employed. Uh, Macron is made back as the head of um, R&D. Everybody gets their own little job Corsica, inside the company. Security. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you do get a very nice cutscene at the end, the like animated cutscene where everything like wraps up and they're in um Peppermint fixes the Vandalay truck from the museum mm-hmm. and then they use the Vandalay truck to so go and pick everybody Macron up. Macron fixes work. uh well, cinnamon too. Let's yep, let's be yep. honest, the only interesting part about this end cutscene is there's when they fix the truck, there's a scene where fucking peppermint sitting in the back and then corsica jumps into the back and winks peppermint at peppermint and, and she she, gets... she like blushes and that's all we always i was like about. okay I was like, I'm, I'm here for for corsica peppermint yep yep yeah like, and let them be happy like, in love immediately Again, i was like, like eddie okay. was well, it's Eddie funny because Chai book. comes in between them, and then like Peppermint like looks away a little shy, and I was like, "Oh, I I see what's happening here. I understand." What's yeah, going she on. like Ellie was like reading in her book, and then all I heard was like she winked at Peppermint, and Ellie just went, "Oh, she fruity." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, she, she fruity." Uh, and there's a there's a um, there's a cute scene at the end where Peppermint's like, "Oh, Chai, you're like finally learning to play guitar because he has his guitar now, and he's sitting, they're all sitting on like mm-hmm. a hill, and they, he's playing the guitar, and then it ends." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's sweet." Yeah, I'm 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 very I'm very very glad that the relationship between Peppermint and Chai stayed platonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of worried that it was going to get ruined with the whole like, oh, you helped stop the evil plan and you got my mother back and now blah, we're blah, in blah, love. Blah. But yeah, yeah. What did you guys get for track twelve? Ba, ba, ba. I got uh, an A. There's only one chorus, uh, mm-hmm. but I died nine times. So that went down to a D. 
it took me 37 minutes 46 seconds 61 percent time in just under 1700 damage taken and just over 89,000 as a final score do you want to do you want to go next guy or do you want me to go i didn't take a picture of this i didn't oh, even wow. know there was a, a track screen for 12 yeah it's after the after it. the credits after you get that cutscene. the that oh. track yeah kai, kai got the cutscene and then bro, out. yeah i was like bro <laughs> do you know me <laughs> um, i was like oh I, okay they're hugging each other i'm done <laughs> uh i got an s rank uh i die i died once uh, clear time was 31 minutes, timing 76%, and I took 269 damage with an overall score of 105,679. I've never felt so defeated in my life right now. <laughs> like, sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I, I don't blame you. I just, it makes you feel I just better. don't get I what I did wrong. I guarantee you I got an absolutely fucking nut. Uh, I guarantee you. I, <laughs> I mean, I died at least seven or eight times myself during that boss fight and restarted i'm just times. reconsidering my entire ability <laughs> your, to drum your life like. decisions so uh, lead a little bit before we wrap up here so i finished this game we record on weekends today is a sunday i finished this game on monday our old credits mm -hmm. uh and i've played it every day since then and i and i guess this is good to just go into my final thoughts of hi-fi rush uh, not only that, they add uh, character customization at the end where you can buy costumes with the bolts you get. And if you know really me, I love that shit. So I was like, cool, I'm going to grind all these levels and get all the costumes and everything. I haven't done that yet, but I got all the power-ups. I did all the special attacks. I'm working my way through the mural wall of doing all of those challenges as well. I unlocked the hardest difficulty, which... It not only adds in harder enemies, but if your rank ever goes down below a C, it's an automatic game over. So that has been interesting to uh, to play. But mm -hmm. I, I told Kai this, if it wasn't for Tears of the Kingdom coming out, this has been my favorite game I've played this year. Hi-Fi Rush has been the oh. best game that I've played this year. I had so much fun with this game. I, I, that actually makes me feel good. I like that. I okay. like I, I see its shortcomings for sure in different areas, and the fact that like tracks nine through twelve were, in my opinion, so good, it just made me wish that the entire game was like that. I'd never really had a problem with the background music until it was really good, and in track eleven where it just hit for me, <laughs> I was like, damn, I wish the entire game was like this, but. Hi-Fi Rush is like a Jared game through and through. It's silly. It has very anime tropes. It's beautiful visually. I love rhythm games like this where I have to press buttons in sequential order. Like, I love that shit. And it has... a. I can have a team of characters that I can use. There's abilities. Now there's a bunch of shit that I can unlock. And they gave me costumes. They they added a, a DLC, which the characters get costumes of the bosses that you fight. And Macaron's boss um, costume is Mimosa, which is hilarious. He has like a little blonde wig on the top of his head. It's great. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. But I love this game. This was so much fun. And I'm excited to go through this more. I, I I had the plans of like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking 100 complete this game, but some of those challenges are really difficult. And Zelda's out now, so I don't know how much uh, yeah Hi-Fi Rush I will be playing. But overall, I loved my experience. And if they do do a sequel or not or whatever, I think that there's a lot of things they can improve on, and that makes me excited. Like he's hitting the last half of this track is like cool. Hopefully, they learn from this and they learn going forward too. 
Okay, yeah. Kai. Kai, what did you think? How'd you feel? Let's wrap this up. This was the game. best game I've played all year now. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, look, it's hard. Because this is definitionally not my shit. This is a game of yeah. all the things that I do not enjoy about gaming, uh, which is skill-based button clicking, uh, which your boy, not good at. Fuck's sake. That, uh, okay, that being said, uh, <laughs> I upset Ben so much he left the call. Uh, that being said, I can see who would enjoy this game, and I think it does some things very well. Though, playing the last three levels in particular made me realize how uninteresting the middle section of this game is like the opening's fine because mm. it's easy and you're learning the mechanics and then you get this sloggy boring middle section with not very interesting boss fights and then you get to the end and it's like better music better game mechanics better 3d Papa platforming Jaws. sections <laughs> better pizza better people Papa John. <laughs> uh, but no like i think there was huge missed opportunities in this game that i don't understand why they wouldn't have taken taken like having the characters automatically interact with the world as they did in the last level being able to play as 808 being able to play as cinnamon having like like the best parts of this game were all at the end and then it's like oh that's weird that none of this shit ever made it into the rest of the game and like i can't forgive the game like if you like jangly ass shitty rock music you'll like this game uh i don't necessarily listen to rock much anymore though i spent a large majority of my life only listening to rock music so it's not even like i'm biased against the genre um but like it's just not good and when you have a game that's a rhythm game and like the whole premise is music and being a rock star like you want the music to shine you want it to be memorable and still outside of the final two tracks which were actually like real music i couldn't hum a single track from this game other than like i could make up a generic like and you couldn't tell me if it wasn't or was yeah exactly like you'd be like maybe that is i guess um and yeah overall i think this game's solid i think it's like a seven out of ten it's fine if if you like button clicking and you like QTs and you like corny ass, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And like, honestly, I think the cutscenes were probably the best part of this game. Like, like the animation, yeah. the, the voice acting like, was done well too cin- with everybody. Cinematics, the voice acting was fine. They were battling pretty shitty writing, but that's not their fault. It, yeah. You know, obviously they were trying to strike a tone that was like, you know, cutesy funny cartoon writing which is okay like i i'm not gonna blame it for its tone i think at least it was consistent in trying to be you know kid friendly family friendly kind of um kind of a narrative which is fine but but overall like i think there's so many missed opportunities that i and like here's the thing if they made a sequel i wouldn't play it like (laughs) that's the other thing so it's hard for me to be like if they fixed it like it wouldn't matter because it's just not something that i personally personally i'm into so um so yeah and if they make a cartoon of this i would watch it you'd be more likely to watch a cartoon than play a sequel yeah because considering the animation's amazing yeah yeah, like and that's the thing is like the the fighting no offense like the mechanics of this game the the arena parts like i don't know they didn't do anything for me like i was Mm. like you do it once Mm. and you're like okay i get it and then the entire game is being in arenas with enemies and you're like 
you're just waiting to get to the next cut, next cutscene, really which is wild yeah. for me personally because I'm someone who historically am a cutscene skipper, and I was like, I can't wait for the next cutscene. Uh, for this look game, at that cutscene so. when they uh they all jumped in the fight on the lift. Yeah, when there was like thirty robots, like that was great, and so the, the end scene as well with like fighting Cal and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Ben, what about you? This was your your main series how did you feel about it i i loved it i'm not gonna lie um i can definitely sympathize a lot with what kai was saying in terms of like the shortcomings of the game and how some of the combat isn't particularly amazing and you know there are definitely areas where the game falls short and it is a shame that tracks 8 to 12 are the best part of the game like the last third of it um normally i am someone who's like i want story heavy stuff i want you know sad boy games i want Mm -hmm. narrative heavy um this was just a good fucking turn my mind off whack some shit goofy comedy yeah kind of moment um I, i don't know if it's gonna go so far as to be like game of the year for me um that kind of depends i i'd say it's a it's a very average game hmm. i'd say it does a lot of things above average but there are a lot of things below average that kind of drags it down um if you're coming in for like a rhythm game then this isn't the game for you whatsoever um but if you just want to have a goofy time and smack some robots about yeah then yeah hi-fi rush is great yeah definitely don't play it for a rhythm game because it is <laughs> is not a rhythm game yeah well guys that is our thoughts on the game hi-fi rush how did you feel about it how did you like the game ben you were up what is our interstitial game going to be um so i'm i'm gonna try again to uh, invigorate the two gents' love mm. of FMVs, and we are going to play Immortality. Um, is a Game Pass game. We are going to try and deduce what happened to Melissa Marcel, and we are going to be joined by Slade of the Game Club podcast, um, and he is going to talk through mm-hmm. his experience with it as well. Uh, it's his first FMV. So that will be interesting to to see how he feels about this genre. Yeah, that'll be it's gonna be interesting jumping into another uh, another FMV game. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash: We weren't invigorated. The invigoration. Uh... I will make you love FMVs eventually. <laughs> one one day, one day it'll happen. <laughs> I've, I've I've wanted to play Erica for a while, so. Yeah, hindsight's a bitch, but we're playing Immortality. <laughs> we're playing Immortality. Yes, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, like Ben said, next week we will be joined by Slade from the Game Club podcast to talk about our interstitial game, Immortality. So we love you, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Deuces.